Judy Carter. I'm with Jason Medberry, and you're listening to the Power Purpose Podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love doing. And now we can make a living. It's Everything's opening everything's up after opening. COVID. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm kind of scared, yeah. but excited. Mm-hmm. But I'm scared. Yeah. I have uh, my first gig coming up where I've been doing Zoom gigs, mm-hmm. right? And oh my God, just the idea to see so many lips <laughs> in a room in front of me. Yeah. You know, I'm just, it's like, because oh, I've only heard people laugh behind their mm-hmm. masks, right? Which has always been muffled. So, yes, it's going to be great. But you know, it's been like so controlling. Like I'm only with people I know who have been vaccinated. Like before I hug people, have you been vaccinated? Okay. And 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 now Vegas, a room, huge room full of people, because I do corporate gigs, you know, and all laughing. I, I mean, I don't even know who breathed into the microphone yeah. before, <laughs> before me. I mean, you know, who knows? Yeah. You know, well, I think that that little bit of, of fear with the excitement is necessary because that's going to get us out and doing things. You know, I was just, you know, I just had two shoots, one in uh, Miami and one in D.C., and they were polar opposite, you know, situations of each other. I go to Miami, which never closed. Florida never closed down. Everything's been wide open. Everything's been going. Maybe the, the service staff is wearing, you know, masks and that's it. But the people, you know, every place is packed shoulder to shoulder. No one's social distancing. It's all just chaos. And then I go to D.C., which was like 90 percent shut down. And, you know, half the restaurants aren't open. Almost none of the stores are open. Everyone's masked up and covered up, regardless of whether they've been vaccinated or not. Everything's still closed down, you know, and it was just kind of this culture shock. But like for me, I am super excited that things are reopening because I knew that things were going to come back. I knew it was going to, you know, I'm excited to go see my next show to go see. You know, I'm dying to go to the movies. The only problem with it is now that we are reopened, business is coming back. So I, you know, like <laughs> I look at my calendar right. and I'm is- like, yeah, I'm really excited to go do social fun things. But holy shit, I have a call every day <laughs> you know, for hours at a time. When it's, am I going to get out there? It's it's overwhelming. Yep. I thought I'd be so happy when the mask came off and we're all ready to go out. I have been waiting for over a year for, for this to happen. And I'm kind of surprised at my reaction mm-hmm. because I did go to see a movie, oh, Jason. Nice. Right? So I went to see a movie. I even got, you know, the popcorn. Um, and and I was sit- sitting with my partner in the movie theater. And the movie wasn't that great. <laughs> um, you know, because there's not a lot of movies yeah. out. Matter of fact, was in the Heights, which during the middle of it, I realized it's on HBO, yeah. right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why you go to the... It's on yeah. HBO. And so there I am in the movie theater, and I'm, I start, I'm eating the, my popcorn, and I'm thinking, God, this is salty and oily. The, the popcorn I make at home is so, so much, much better. better. <laughs> so much better. And then there's this guy, like, they had um, 
scattered seating, so no one is sitting right next to you, but he's two seats away, and he's making weird noises, and he's sitting by himself, and who is this weirdo sitting near me? Like, I don't know what his story is, or if he's vaccinated, he's making, like, weird old people noise, like, eh, <laughs> uh, eh. And anyway, so, and, and so in the middle of the movie, we both look at each other and go, let's go home. <laughs> I am not kidding. Oh, wow. And so we go, yeah, we, in the middle of the movie, we go home. I say, I'll finish watching at home. It's on HBO, and I'm going to make myself some decent popcorn, not this sludge. And, uh, and we're home, and we're going, why did we think going out was so fantastic? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because, I mean, that's so true of people. Like, we're home. We go like, oh, I can't wait to go out. We go out. I can't wait to get back home. Because there I am at home. I get to lay down, turn on my, you know, widescreen TV Mm. in my PJs. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well, the other thing, too, is like, you know, I, I am trying to be very careful about the first social activity thing that I do. Because I'm already a homebody don't want to go anywhere, don't want to do anything, don't want to interact with the public kind of thing. You know, so like my first social outing is probably going to be like a 4th of July barbecue at a friend's house because I know I'm going to have a good time. I know I'm going to be surrounded by the people that I like. Yeah. I know that it's going to be a good time to get, you know, refresh my memory of what it's like to to have a conversation with someone where I can see their entire face, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. So, oh, yeah. so I, I'm kind of picking just, my yeah. moment of when it's going to go because, yeah, like right now, not a lot of movies out. I don't know that there's a lot of activities I want to do right now. It's uh, I want to pick my moment so that when I do go out and finally go, okay, I'm ready to start doing my thing that isn't work-related, I can go, that was great. I really should do that more often. But we, you starting out uh, by going to yeah. see like a movie that you didn't particularly care for and then leaving in the middle of probably not the best entry back into society (laughs) no i mean and i i i mean as soon as it opened up i did go to hawaii Mm -hmm. and you know and it was still wearing masks but it was really good and we went to mexico we just went hog wild crazy and you know i'm vaccinated and everything the airports were mobbed but i have to tell you this hanging around strange humans um, is just not what it's cut up to be. You know, it's just, and I got yep. sick. I got sick. I didn't get COVID. Believe me, I had two yeah. tests because I thought I had COVID. But here's the thing. Human beings are nasty. Yeah. And they have, especially the children that they're with, they're nasty. And, you know, you take off your mask to eat on a plane. And I got um, some kind of bug, some kind of yeah. viral bug. It wasn't COVID. But it lasted like five weeks. And and so I'm just like, okay. so I'm I have to say as a comic, you know, I'm still nervous. Like I I can't I can't shake the um, having to be weird that my waiter's not wearing a mask Mm -hmm. now. I can't shake that. I'm having a hard time. You know, like now everybody wants to fucking hug. Oh, my. You know, here's the thing. I I love that during COVID that all these strangers, I don't have to, like, push my breasts into them. Like, you know, like, I don't like that. Why do I have to hug you? It's a business arrangement, you know? 
why you know you don't hug all these dudes i'm I, it's a i think it's a female it? thing with with women it's just like oh we have to supply some kind of warmth and nurturing to every fucking person <laughs> in the world push our you know breasts into them it's just so annoying i just don't you know not my job during yep. covid so i felt i had like you know oh no i can't can't hug elbow bump i really don't want yep. to touch you like when i do a book signing or after a speech every person wants to hug me and i'm flattered mm -hmm. i like that but um i don't know i need a line to go oh i'm um immunocompromised maybe that <laughs> i don't hug or like do i need to make up some shit that like so i don't have to go back yeah. to that well i mean sadly i i mean you could you could do that but you know there you know there's the repercussions of that kind of stuff as well where it's like oh okay well you know people can especially with people now they get offended they get confused they don't understand what you're trying to oh, say people are so and sensitive. but regardless you know I'm I'm happy that we're going back in with a little bit of danger. I'm happy that we're going back that things are a little yeah. bit, you know, it shouldn't be a a you know, like a starting gate thing where it's like, all right, hold 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 hold. Go 100 miles per hour. It shouldn't be like that. It should be a gradual return, yeah. which is what it comes back to. Yeah. You know, like and when I did yeah. my shoot in Miami and all the people who I who I was working with there are, are clients I've had for years, close friends. So it was wonderful to just run across the hotel lobby and get a giant hug from from people I haven't seen in 18 months or however long it's been. I have no long we, how long we've been in this thing. Um, but that was fantastic. But I completely understand your side of it where it's like, yeah, but then again, in the entertainment world, or especially, especially when you talk about finishing a... a like, if you did a really good job at your keynote and you affected people, people had an emotional reaction to you, hell yeah, they're going to want to hug you. You just help, you know, they might be crying. They might be, you might be, and the worst thing, you know, it's something like, oh, I really affected you, but don't touch me because I don't like people. It's like, well, talk about torpedoing that emotional field right there. You know, that's a weird thing that, you know, people who get up and perform in front of other people have to deal with. It's a part of the job. You know, I, I was listening to a thing that, uh, uh, the comedian Nikki Glazer was on something. She was talking about how when she started doing comedy live again, she started doing it like way back in like September, October. And she stopped because it was just too much. It was just, she, she was too nervous. She was too concerned. She said this thing where she literally put fans on the stage to like blow COVID back at the audience because she was nervous about it. <laughs> uh, and then she also noticed that, you know, the people who were out and about at that time weren't her audience, weren't the people that she usually does comedy for. So she wasn't getting, you know, reactions and things. And she wasn't getting feedback that was actually helping her. So she kind of had to, to call it quits and then wait until 2021 and then, you know, go back on tour again where she could see her regular people that she normally saw, you know, come back out and, 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 and enjoy her comedy. So, so yeah. And that, that's, that's a hard part for, for entertainers and performers, especially after something like this, after an airborne virus killed 600,000 people, it's kind of hard to just run back and start making out with folks again. You know, it's just kind of a, an interesting thing. And it, Yeah, or sharing a joint. I don't think I could ever share a joint again. Do you know what I mean? Like, like oh, pass yeah. it around. No, no, I'm not going to do that. And, and I, you know, it, at, yes, it's freeing, like, not wearing mm. a mask. But now I'm getting the same shit I got. Yeah. 
you know, um, which is smile. You look prettier when you smile. Uh. And I was like, oh, and that was my gynecologist, <laughs> you know. He's not even looking at my face. What's up with that? Stop it. I like the yeah. mask. I miss that. I, 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 I don't know. I like not wearing lipstick. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, <laughs> I like wearing masks on planes. I like wearing masks on planes. I do. I like the fact that, like, you know, I'm not immediately breathing in everything else everyone is breathing. You know, I. this is the first two plane trips. You think in the middle of COVID, the, the, you know, I did, you know, L.A. to Miami, then back to L.A. for one day, then back out to D.C., then back home. And it's the first time in all my years of travel that I didn't come back from consecutive flights where I didn't have a scratchy throat mm-hmm. or a runny nose. Yeah. Like, no, and I was blown away that. by that. I was like, oh, my gosh, every flight I come back to, especially if it's coast to coast, you know, four hours or more. Every time I get off the plane, I got a runny nose or a scratchy throat. And I think that's just kind of like the general grossness inside airplanes. But these last two times, to think right outside of COVID, yeah. no problems whatsoever. I didn't I didn't lose a day or two from being gross after traveling. So I may just keep the mask on during flights going forward. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited to do my gig. Yeah. You know, I know it's gonna be like a high point. Yes. <laughs> A high point. I know I'm going to be really rusty, Mm -hmm. but you know, sometimes when you haven't performed in a really long time, you're rusty, but you're fresh. You know what I mean? The audience is going to be rusty. The audience itself is going to be, the the people are going to forget how to be an audience for a while. It's just going to be, oh, oh my God. That is a good, that is a good premise. I want to write that down. It's like, I should do like some tips. On how to be an audience yeah. again, because I was, th- oh my god, <laughs> I think that's a great premise. It's like, oh my god, I'm so rusty that these old jokes are going to seem yeah. new to me. Well, right? it's people like, <laughs> are are people going to be who are still nervous about things going to be able to laugh out loud at something, or will they kind of bury it in their you know hand, or are they going to treat laughing like coughing, where they'll you know, be laughing into their elbow because they're nervous about spreading germs? You know, are people going to be willing and in a mobility to laugh or our, our audience yeah. is going to be way over demanding they're like i've been locked in my house for 14 months you better be freaking funny like, you know? yeah. like that's a reality that a lot of entertainers and performers are going to have to deal with you know moving forward into what? 2021 and i'm sure it'll all come back around as normal you know but you know like i was really excited like stephen colbert had his first show with a live audience and it, it went really well and it was wonderful and and, you know, it was inspiring to watch after all these episodes he's done from a storage closet, you know, over the last year and a half. So, so yeah, there's going to be a lot of, t- there's going to be a teething period right now that everyone's going to have to get used to. And then I'm sure probably by start of 2022, maybe summer 2022, it's going to be back to where it is, God forbid, any weird health thing. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. Well, that's the thing. We will all see. <laughs> see where it leads us. See what but it just seems like the world now runs on going from one cal- calamity to another that there's always something to be scared mm-hmm. about. And that's why it's so great to be a funny person yeah. because because we are so needed out there. 
I'm finding that every every company for their opening convention wants to hire someone yes. who's funny. So, hey, um, did I tell you every Friday I'm doing on Clubhouse um, a um, go to Clubhouse and it's in I I formed something called the Comedy Bible, and I'm showing people how to turn their message into uh, a a speaking mm -hmm. career so people can have. These kind yeah. of gigs, which are awesome. And Clubhouse is also a great place to just, you know, it's such it's such raw interaction, such real interaction in, in Clubhouse, which is I really like because, you know, everything, your, your authority is established by your thoughts, not by anything else because no one's really looking at anything else. They're just hearing you. Um, and yes. for those of you who are listening who are like, yeah, I'm still terrified to go out and it may be a few months before I get – Clubhouse would not be a good alternative for you. It would be a good place. That's a slow, yeah. yeah that's the way it you to can transition. Just, you, don't even have to show. you know, that can be a baby step movement. You know, you're very what about Bob? Baby steps to Clubhouse. Baby steps to your first live club. Baby steps to getting on stage. You know, if that's what you have to do, then that's what you have to do. I mean, there, you know, for people like us, you know, we we won't have any judgment about you know people, you know, using being scared to go back. You know, I have no judgment for people who are still a little nervous, still a little trepidatious, still want to see how things go. I completely understand that. I mean, I even am with folks who like or are still kind of nervous about vaccinations because it's not fully FDA approved yet. Yeah. OK, I understand that, you know, I'm not like you, but I understand that kind of fear. But the thing is, is you've got to you've got to start getting getting back out there. You got to start. You know, you cannot hide. It's not going to be covid forever. It's not going to be quarantine forever. <laughs> no. You got it. You're going to have to reacclimate. So so if you are nervous, if you want to take baby steps, that is perfectly OK. But make sure you're taking some kind of step to get back out there. You're not locked in. Yeah, because, you know, house until you're dead. <laughs> yeah, the world is opening up. We got to get out there and join it. For your special gift, go to themessageofyou.com. That's themessageofyou.com and get your free one-year subscription to the Message of You University, which is full of lessons to help you find your message and turn it into a book, a TED Talk, or a paid speaking career. That's themessageofyou.com.